1: Charlene Brooks who is from Parenting NI. Uh, Charlene good morning.
0: Good morning Frank.
1: Charlene do parents in Northern Ireland still smack their children or have they wised up a long time ago and we just need to change the law technically?
0: Well, um, we're certainly encouraged by both what we read and um, sort of some local level research. So a report from Nikki in 2017 says that there is less and less parents um, that are choosing forms of physical violence. And actually there's less adults who stop in Northern Ireland who think that physical, physical punishment is anyway unacceptable. What we hear in Parenting and I is parents who continue to struggle on a day-to-day basis, um, but it's not necessarily um, a choice to smack or use any kind of physical punishment. It's just sometimes the stressful situation has resulted in them being in that situation but they know and they want to do it differently they know that's not a choice that they want to make they know there's alternative ways to try and manage these really difficult and stressful situations and they really need the help and resources to enable them to to manage that behavior in a different way
1: I'm just uh, listening back here as you're talking uh, to what the NSPCC have been saying on on the news. Uh, here's, a, here's just a, a reminder of that. We
0: urge our politicians to make this a priority for a reformed Northern Ireland executive and move forward together to change the law to better protect children in Northern Ireland from this harmful and ineffective form of punishment and support families in line with its commitments on positive parenting.
1: So there's a real call there for our government, if we had a government, to Indeed, take action. But is that is that the will within government? Because you know the Republic are eight years ahead of us. Uh, the Scots, I think, are about three years ahead, and the Welsh uh, galloped, uh, you know, into the lead about a year ago. So is is it simply down to not having a government? Uh, is that the reason why we have having the legislation?
0: unfortunately i i don't think that's a reason in itself frank because obviously um up until recent years we did have an executive so i do think there needs to be a, a really hard look at our approach um, and once we have our executive restored i do think you know there needs to be a real push to any of our elected leaders to really challenge them on this and, and why we are sitting so far behind most of the rest of the uk the, the republic of ireland as you've outlined and indeed many countries across the world So there really is absolutely no excuse, actually, at this stage why we are so far behind.
1: Yeah, Natalie, Natalie Whelan from the NSPCC, very clear on what that charity wants. And I... I, I, covered this 15 years ago and we had significant input from the listenership saying, oh, you always have to have the right to smack your child this old adage never did me any harm, old nonsense but the the, I've got a feeling, I've got a hope this morning that voices will have changed, that people will have maybe, for want of a better term, wised up over the last decade and a half
0: well, it, it, it certainly is our sense in parenting and I, that parents are, by and large, who do end up smacking their child or using any kind of physical punishment, recognise that that isn't actually, it's not good for them. They don't feel good after it. They've realised that they've been reactive and in a stressful situation. They've lashed out. They realise that's not maybe the best example for their child. And they feel guilt and bad about it as well. I mean, our experiences genuinely that by and large parents really are doing the best that they can but sometimes they need more support guidance information other strategies tactics and how to manage these more difficult situations as opposed to parents willfully making the choice you know to smack their child
1: the other side of the coin of course is the child that you see in the supermarket who is going for want of a better term i'll use the country expression buck mad just going berserk in the supermarket aisle and there's no intervention at all. And the parent, if challenged, would say, my child is entitled to express him or herself. There's just no control whatsoever. What what, what do we say to those parents?
0: I mean, it's very difficult in a one-off scenario to be able to say what's the right or wrong way to deal with that. I mean, what is really important is that children have consistent rules and boundaries. So if a child is living in a a situation where there are no rules and there are no boundaries, that's not actually an environment where that child is going to thrive. And they are going to find it really difficult to regulate their own feelings and know how to manage stressful situations. So it really is parent it right back to parents as early as possible, starting to have clear rules, boundaries, what's acceptable, what's not acceptable, and then have consequences. And the consequences can be something, if it's an older child, they can negotiate with them or something that parents agree is appropriate for the age of the child and it certainly isn't physical punishment. But that sort of consistent approach will then result in less of these times where then there is one time in the supermarket. And it's embarrassing for parents and it's difficult for them at that time to be able to manage it. So I think actually there's a wider question for all of us as a a society. How do we help support those parents? in the supermarket who are experiencing that really difficult situation. Are we staring at them? Are we tutting? Are we empathising? Are we offering to help in any way? Do you know what I mean? I think we make it harder for parents sometimes who are already having a really difficult time in that experience, in that moment.
1: There's an honesty here from Elaine, who's listening to the program. Says, "Hi, Frank. It would depend on what the smack is for. If a child is just being cheeky, no. If they do something dangerous, then yes, but not hard. I only recall smacking my son once for almost running out onto the road after being warned not to. He he didn't do it again." Uh, says Elaine. I'll, I'll not mention where Elaine's from, but she's from a you know she's from a a, a large area, not far from Belfast. So, do you get a, a sense that? that would be acceptable because it was a life and death situation and now the child isn't running out onto the road or can you can you get the message across without that smack
0: I mean, we would never judge a parent, I want to make that clear, for making that call in a very stressful, heightened situation but certainly we would suggest that using any kind of a smack isn't going to result in the best outcomes. I mean, if then that child thinks back to that scenario, was it the scare of the moment? Was it the mum's reaction? Was it the fact that a car was close and maybe, you know, horn was tooted? So Maybe, hopefully, that's why the child's not going to do it again, as opposed to it being the smack. Um, so there's definitely alternative ways to manage stressful situations and we would never ever agree that a smack or any kind of physical punishment is the best um, choice at any juncture.
1: Bobby has been in touch and Bobby contributes to this programme so I'm aware of Bobby's sort of right-wing thinking uh, reading her it's a a female Bobby uh, reading her emails and her texts and she talks about her children being in their teens and still would get a good slap if necessary and she then says uh, you know, I got the wooden spoons and even got a bunch of fives occasionally now she puts a few funny faces on the end of it But she says, you know, we all live to survive the tale. Bobby, may be a little tongue-in-cheek, but knowing her texts from the past, being a right-wing contributor to the um, programme, there's just a, a sense there of she doesn't want to see the law being changed
0: and and I mean obviously we we do hear stories similar to that, but I suppose my counter to that is that. Uh, there is now a lot more evidence, there's a lot more research. there's been a lot more studies into this. So, in years gone by when parents would have managed stressful situations by smacking and using other forms of punishment, then the, they didn't necessarily have the the research that we now have. they didn't those parents weren't equipped with maybe the strategies that we now are able to you know empower parents to do that. So my counter to that would be. Uh, the evidence is clear. Um, children need to be treated with respect and guided as best as possible by those around them. That'll end up with children who have got a sense of self-worth, respect for themselves. They're less likely to then you know, use any kind of a physical punishment as they grow up themselves. So positive parenting has moved forward. We now know there are other ways to do things. So I would encourage every parent to really think about the strategies they use and, and come and access Alexa Parenting and I for support if they want to hear and learn from others about how to do it
1: differently. Frank, today it's different. No need to beat the child. This is what you're saying. There are other ways. One of them being take their phone off them or switch off the internet, and then the, the contributor says, "Then you'll see bookmad dot com." But it is a, it it is definitely a way of removing a privilege if you switch off the internet or take their phone away. Th- that th- that would work so much better than giving them a clipe. Now the children, and you know, I, I know darn rightly that when I was at school and getting corporal punishment, they, we preferred to get hit rather than to get an essay to do. You know, if you were given homework to do, you thought, my God, this is going to take an hour tonight to do this. Whereas if you stuck your hand out and got, you know, maybe four smacks of the cane, you know, five minutes later, the pain the pain was away. And I know it's a terrible thing to be describing, but that's just the way it was when I was young. You got, you got hit. Um, but then... You didn't have have the other privilege removal to cope with. The mobile phone been taken away in the modern era would be a real sickener for a child not to have their mobile phone maybe for half a day.
0: No, I mean, there are absolutely other ways and other strategies. It depends, again, on the age of the child um, and, and, and the different scenarios. But, I mean, going back to corporal punishment, I'm not a million miles behind you, Frank, but I have to say now as a parent... Um, the idea that someone else, like another trusted adult, would use any kind of punishment on my child would be heartbreaking. Um, because again, now we know the evidence is, is crystal clear. That's why thankfully we've moved away from that. But that is not going to result in the best outcomes for that child. Their brain is developing. They're, you know, finding their own way in life and grappling with their own emotions. And by introducing Physical punishment it's, its its blurring what is acceptable
1: and what's not. How did they ever get away with it? When you think about it, how was the law so that you could beat children? And the older the storyteller is, the worse the beatings seem to be. I've spoken to some very elderly people about how much they were beaten when they were at primary school, and it is sickening. And it's stomach churning. But when I was uh, at, you know primary school but primarily at at second level school, I you know saw people being beaten every every day, and it was just part and parcel of the era that we lived in most you know, not not say all teachers, but most of them were armed. You know, they they had their weapon either down their trousers or in their pocket or in their you know in their coat somewhere. They could pull out a leather or they could pull out a a, a good long thin cane like like Paul Daniels to pull a rabbit out of a hat. You know, they, they 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 had their books, they had their briefcase, they had their lunch. And they had their weapon, and that's just the way teachers were. And I went into the teaching profession at the time when they were just eradicating it. And um, you know, I was never armed. I was always in a, you know, I, I joined the organisation when the decommissioning had happened. So I, I, I haven't, I, I haven't been in a in a teaching environment or wasn't where corporal punishment could be could be dished out. And I just think about. How on earth society allowed that to happen back in the, you know, 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s? Uh, I think it became illegal around about the late 1970s. So it shouldn't be a surprise to us that we're having these conversations over this decade to try and do away with the hitting of children per se. It's just common sense.
0: Completely agree with you. Completely agree with you. Frankly, you know, we have moved significantly, thankfully, with regard to, as you said, corporal punishment. And whenever you think back, I mean, you know, the question is, what impact did that have on our children and young people? You know, the evidence would suggest now that that's likely to increase aggression. You know, antisocial behaviour, even things like depression and anxiety in our children and young people. We've recognised that that is not an effective way to manage those more challenging behaviours. So therefore the next logical step is to equip parents with the skills to be able to support their children and move away entirely from any kind of physical punishment.
1: Well, we'll see if it works. I have no doubt it's not going to be changed here anytime soon. We don't have a government, and even if we did, it's not very high up the priority list. But the NSPCC are making the call today because it's the anniversary of the law changing in Wales, but it changed in the Republic of Ireland eight years ago, and it doesn't, it doesn't seem to have spurred us north of the border to do what would seem like the, the right thing. Uh, Charlene, lovely having you on the programme. Thank you for speaking to us.